It was a a three-and-a-half-hour drive back to L.A. without traffic, but traffic didn't apply to me, and neither did driving. I was flying there. I pulled my hair into a tight bun and raised the hood to minimize damage, and took off. The crisp night air felt refreshing on my skin and called up memories of the warmth of the dream. The heat had been at its strongest when Constantine was there. And when wasn't that the case? As trees and hills gave way to wide-open road beneath me, my mind flew forward to the mansion and the man waiting there. Constantine didn't reach out before tonight, respecting my time with my family. I appreciated that. But until I dreamed of him topless beside me, I hadn't realized I'd missed him. It was weird. We broke up years ago. But the last few months, he'd been a constant in my life, and I liked having him around. Another thing to sort out if I wanted a future with Alex, which I did, with the exception of his dark period. Alex was the yang to Constantine's yin. He was open with his feelings, unafraid of commitment, and with a moral compass so strong, you could count on him to always draw a clear line between right and wrong. Constantine was all about gray areas and fuzzy limits, and I was confused. Not about which of them to choose. Constantine was history. Though, who knows what would have happened between us if Adisa hadn't planned and executed our breakup. Not what I should be considering. The hazy scenery beneath me gained shape. I cut into the smog, thankful I didn't have to breathe. I began my descent, careful to keep away from the lights. Not easy in downtown L.A., but doable around Constantine's mansion. My feet met solid ground at the same time, and I brought my body to a perfect halt. Can I get a yay for bending the laws of physics? I lowered my hood and let my hair loose. It felt stiff, and I bet it looked it, but this wasn't a social call. Constantine said I could become human again. How? And why wasn't I ringing his doorbell and asking him? I pressed the button by the wrought iron gate and smiled at the closed-circuit camera, waiting for Wesley, Constantine's aging human butler, to buzz me in. Flying all the way to someone's front door unannounced is considered an aggressive move among our kind, but I wasn't afraid Constantine would see it as such. I was simply being polite. He was waiting for me but I wasn't staying here yet, or again, or at all, depending on how our chat went. Come to the parlor. We'll watch the sunrise. Constantine's voice came from behind me, instead of from my left where the intercom was. I spun on my heel. Nothing. The acoustics out here were wonky. The latch clicked and the gate slid open. I didn't come for the sunrise, I muttered under my breath, though I couldn't wait to see it. Couldn't get enough sun, since my grandmother's potion made it possible for me to walk in daylight. If only I could tan. I followed the path to the front door and let myself in. Wesley poked his head out of the kitchen, and a smile brightened his lined face. He looked tired. I couldn't blame him. He'd been taking care of too many people for a while now. You've been missed, he said. Coffee? I missed you too, I returned the smile. And yes, please. 
No need to tell him how I took it. He'd made me coffee more times than I could count, both when I dated Constantine and in the months Alex and I stayed here. I padded softly on the plush carpet as I trailed through the ground floor, praying I met nobody else before I talked to Constantine. I'd love to catch up with Sheena, and the little masochist in me missed the three fledglings Constantine sort of adopted on the day he decapitated his maker, but I could do without diversions until I had answers. From past experience, odds were, Constantine would be less than fully dressed, so I wasn't surprised to see him in nothing but a pair of silk pajama bottoms.